Good morning, everybody. Chester Airby Church Devotional Podcast. Continuing in Romans. All right, well, welcome this morning. We'll get started in just a second as we read through the book of Romans this morning. We're excited to continue in our reading of the book of Romans. A lot going on here, and um, especially in the first chapter where Paul makes sure we understand that uh, all people have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. And he gets very specific here at the end of chapter 1. And uh, we'll talk about some specific ways in which we sin. And uh, we'll also talk about the dishonorable passions of the human body and the human flesh that God gave us over to in our sins. So here we go. Romans chapter 1, beginning in verse 26. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions. For their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations to them with women and were consumed with passion for one another. Men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. And they are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. Here the Apostle Paul is quite clear uh, that the effects of our sin, the effects of our exchange of the glory of God for the glory of the creature, our suppression of the truth, what can be known about God in the created order, namely his divine power and his eternal attributes, um, have been known to us, but yet we suppress them. We choose not to believe them. We choose to hold them down. The effects of that is that God gave us over to a debased mind. God gave us over to a debased mind, to negative things, to things that are contrary to the will of God. He said, you want it? You can have it. And when he gave it to us and we gave us over to them, it was not good for us. So the effects of it are, right, we exchange natural relations with one another for unnatural ones. He's speaking about here, men stopped finding women attractive and started finding each other attractive. He's talking about homosexuality, which is contrary to the plan of God. Because God created man, male and female in his image. And so God says, you've give, I've given you over to that and when i give you over to that it'll be a world of debauchery it'll be a world of brokenness and a world of pain and suffering and really that's the the essence and the struggle of homosexuality is you're telling god i don't want what you made for me i want what i can make for myself or i want another version of myself and so it is a complete and total affront to god and his provision for us and then he also says he gave them over to a debased mind what ought not to be done we do And so we are filled with all manner of unrighteousness. He goes specifics, evil, covetousness, malice. He goes on to envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness, gossip, slander, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless, etc. We know the righteous decree of God by nature, and yet we choose to not obey it. And we know that those who do not obey it deserve to die. All of us are aware of the fact that we will die. And most of us are well aware of the fact that we deserve it. And not only do we do those things, but then we give approval to those who practice them as well. 
And so as we think about what Paul says here, he's setting up an argument that says that all men have fallen short of God's glory. All men, women, and children have sinned. And we have to bear the consequences of those sins. It's a reality. Now, you may look at those and say, you know, I don't struggle with all those things. I don't do all those things, right? Those That's a representative list of, of the sins. But there are ways in which all of us meet those standards and ways in which all of us meet those qualifications of which Paul speaks here of our sinfulness. We all do the things. We all practice the things. We all give approval to those who practice those things at various times sexual immorality or uh, licentiousness or covetousness or gossip or slander or uh, disobedience, etc. And so as a result of that, we all are guilty before the presence of God. But as we always say, as we conclude, when we talk about sin, there's hope. And the hope comes in Jesus Christ. That's the beauty and the wonder of the gospel. Though we don't deserve Jesus, he gives himself to us anyway. For God loved us enough to give us himself. Paul's making an argument to tell us why the gospel was so important, why we need Jesus, and why we need to confess our sins. I hope you guys are willing to do that today. Always acknowledging our sin is essential to being a Christian. You guys have a great day. God bless you. Take care. We'll see you soon. We'll see you tomorrow. We talk about the righteous judgment of God on those who think they're moral. Take care. Thank you.